Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Football Fig Nuts podcast. This is episode number 261 overall, but if you've been keeping track on the season, it's season six, episode 22. I'm Britt. I'm Craig. And Craig, I am back from my COVID um, back. exposure slash infection. Welcome back. How are you feeling? Uh, I, I Better today. Today's actually been the best day I felt. My energy level kind of fluctuates crazy. My wife yep. has it now. She's asymptomatic, thank God. But she's also experiencing it. So, um, but I'm happy to be back. I'm excited to be here. And for those people who are clever enough to follow me on Twitch, which is uh, Howard Moon BG, one word, Howard Moon BG, uh, you're getting a live look at the recording of this podcast right now. So that's great. So people, people who are are tuned into this, we do this once or twice a year where we do a live recording session on my Twitch. So we're doing that today too. So there we are. But I'm getting ahead of myself. We gotta start where we always start. Craig, what are you drinking today? Uh, so for our brunch podcast, because <laughs> it is uh, 11:36 yeah. a.m. We're recording uh, early because we're both off from work this week. Yes, <laughs> I have two things. Uh, well, three, but I'm not really counting the water. Um, I do have a mug of coffee, uh-huh. but I also have uh, some homemade coquito with rum. Okay, I have no idea what coquito is. I've heard the um, term before. You gotta is, educate me. Here. It is basically Puerto Rican eggnog made with coconut like oh. milk instead of like milk milk. And rum. Oh. oh. <laughs> and cinnamon. Cinnamon. <laughs> that uh, for it, your se- <laughs> What's that? I say no, but a friend of mine makes it, so she like sells food during Christmas, so I I buy some. Cinnamon has to be said that way for our C Lab enthusiasts. So, it does, it does. Um, I am because I because it is only eleven thirty in the morning. I am have coffee and a glass of Diet Coke over here um, because I, I I've been tr- yesterday. I started streaming. I was playing Warcraft for a while online, and I said I'm going to have a beer. And the next thing I knew, it was like two hours later, and I looked down and there were four empty cans at my feet, and I went, "Oh shit." <laughs> And hey, half an hour that, later, maybe that helps you feel better today. <laughs> maybe it did. Half an hour later, I was passed out on the couch. Um, and that's one of the things I, I've learned. I, I have to be very mindful of my drinking when I stream because I sit here and I just sip on stuff whenever I stream anything. And if that something is beer, all of a sudden it's like two hours later, and you've had you're you're averaging a, a full twelve or sixteen ounce beer in every thirty minutes. It's not good. So. All right, so Burning Hot Takes. Let's just move right on to Burning Hot Takes. Uh, I haven't been here for a while, so giving or receiving, your choice. Um, do you know what? You haven't been here for a while, so I will receive. Okay. Um, so obviously the big news this week was the firing of Nathaniel Hackett. And when I say big news, that means news to him. Um, <laughs> Denver has been woeful. Russell Wilson has been terrible, like terrible. hardcore terrible. Like terrible level terrible, um, Craig. What what does Denver have to do at this point to get back on track? I mean, they've tried everything. They've brought in guys. They tried drafting guys. Um, they're able. They seem to be able to establish the run game in short spurts. Uh, I just I don't know what the franchise needs to do to get right at this point. So my question to you is, what does this franchise need to do? They've replaced coaches. They've replaced key players. They've used free agency. They have used the draft. They can't seem to get it right. What do they need to do? I think right now where they're at, they need someone who has been a head coach before. Uh, you know, they tried going the the uh, coordinator route, which clearly did not work. 
because uh, again, mm-hmm. like we've said before, switching jobs, switching, going from a coordinator job to a head coach job is not easy at all. Right. <laughs> and a lot of people struggle heavily with it, as you can see. Uh, so I really think they need to find a head coach who has experience being a head coach and has been through like a rebuild process. Uh, so that's I, that's I, it. I that's that's the key. where that's where Elway has to start. That's the key. You know, rebuild. There, there are coaches who are good builders, and there are coaches who are good um, managers, winners. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for example, like when I think about building a championship team, the first name that comes to my mind is Bill Parcells. Yeah. Because he basically took he took for every think about it, the Giants, the Jets, and the Patriots. Not so much the Cowboys. He he tried with the Cowboys, but even they still got better off of the picks he made. I mean, don't forget, he's the guy who brought Tony Romo in. Right. Um, all of these teams went from out of the playoffs, secondhand thoughts, to in the playoffs and eventually world champions with the exception of the Jets. Mm-hmm. So th- there's something to be said. Well, and, and the Cowboys again. So, I mean, he basically took the Giants from mediocrity into uh, the championships of the 80s. He goes to New England uh, and does the exact same. So goes to the Jets, builds them into a playoff contender and leaves. Then goes to the Patriots, builds them into a playoff contender, hands the reins off to Bill Belichick, and the rest is history. There are, they need a builder coach, and they're not a dime a dozen, and they're hard to find. Another great builder coach, one who's active right now, Andy Reid. He built Philly yep. and couldn't get said. over the hump with Philly. Nope. Well, no, did he? He Wait. They made a Super Bowl, but they lost it. That's right. That's what I was thinking of. And they lost like two out of three NFC championships that he took them to. Mm-hmm. So you're right. I think that's. I think this is. You, you. I think you really have hit something on the head there. The missing piece is a builder, and you need a you need a head coach, um, general manager combo that can can build that that right franchise. And it's pretty clear. I think Elway is not the builder that they want him to be. Um, so th- nope. yeah, I think Denver needs to just clear out the entire front office so, at this point. So like a side question, uh-huh. so I'm going to throw out two names and who do you think would make more sense in Denver? Okay. Uh, Jim Harbaugh or mm-hmm. Sean Payton, who has also been rumored to go to the Cowboys. Payton. Like they don't make, you know, uh, blow playoffs or fail Payton. the playoffs. Payton. Payton, easy. Harbaugh is a college coach the end did he ever coach in the NFL? yes he was the coach of the 49ers oh that's right and he left <laughs> yes he I was, had well else. his brother has been in baltimore forever so john is a john is and he's a more of a builder than jim is but i think even jim i think john's an, an above average so um let's see as a player as a coach he was a quarterback coach in oakland he was a head coach of san diego he was. Uh, he was. <laughs> Sorry to keep track of coaches. San Diego, the charge. No, that San Diego might be a university. Oh yeah, that's San Diego. That's San Diego. That's University of San Diego. Okay. Then he went to Stanford. He was had great success at Stanford. Then he went to the 49ers. He was at the 49ers from 2011 to 2014. He's been in Michigan ever since. I mean, all you have to um, do in college is win a bowl game and you're set for life. So. I mean, so 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 I'm looking at his Wikipedia page. And the career highlights and awards as a head coach, NFC Championship in 2012. Yes, they went to the yes they won the NFC Championship. He was the NFL Coach of the Year in 2011. 
That's it for NFL. So coach of the year and then won the NFC championship. As a college coach, two Big Ten championships, three times Big Ten East Division champion. Twice he was the Pioneer, Pioneer League champion when he was in San Diego. He was AP coach of the year in 2021. He was the Big Ten coach of the year in 2022. Hmm. Some guys are better in college. Jim Harbaugh is better in college. So the answer for me is absolutely Sean Payton. Go ahead. Let's treat this as your, your burning hot take there, your follow-up question. What do you think? Um, I I kind of agree with you because Sean Payton was a coach for, of the Saints uh, from 2006 to 2022. So just that alone, experience-wise, like surpasses, surpasses uh, Jim. And yeah. I think that's something the, the, Saints, the Broncos really need. Oh, breaking news. ESPN, yep. Mike McDaniel of the Dolphins has just told reporters that Tua Tagliavoa suffered a concussion on Sunday, he, which Craig called like three days ago. He needs to stop playing in all they, seriousness. What he needs to do is treat these as serious issues, and his team needs to treat it as serious issues. Excuse me. The, the freaking Dolphins have a rub some dirt on it mentality that – Listen, no player is ever going to come out of a game voluntarily. I've seen it once in my entire life. One time. When I was in high school and I was the statistician for our varsity baseball team. That's right. I didn't play. I was a statistician. I'm a fat asshole. What do you want from me? <laughs> but in our championship game, our best pitcher, who had pitched the day before, got sent to warm up. And two minutes later, the assistant coach comes down the thing and, and our head coach looks at him and goes, Is Seth ready? And the coach shook his head and said, Seth says he does not have it. And he went, what? And he said, Seth says he, he just he doesn't feel right throwing. He doesn't feel, he must be because he threw yesterday. Our head coach gets out of the, the dugout, walks down, gone for 30 seconds, comes back, comes back into the dugout, and sends somebody else to go warm up. It's the only time I've ever seen an athlete actively go to a coach and say, I can't help us today. And good for him for doing it. That's the problem. Tua's never going to do that. Tua's never going to stand up and go, "Listen, I, I, I don't feel right." I know, and like so we're we, like on that play, his head bounced off the ground, and no one, like you're telling me, nobody noticed. Where's the spotter? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Where's the person supposed to be watching him in the stands? Where's the freaking <laughs> spotter? And who hires that spotter? Where was this game? Oh, that's right. It was in Miami, right? Yep. Yeah. So Miami's responsible, I believe, for having the spotter on, on field. Or the Players Association is responsible for it. The same people who just fired the last concussion expert because they missed a concussion on two or three or four weeks ago. It's it's disgusting to me. They, they've got to, I don't think he has to stop playing yet. But yes, something has to change. And it's not going to change with the player. It's just not. They don't care. They think they're invulnerable. They're 25 years old. They think the world is their oyster. They are not going to be the one that says, you've got to take me out of a game. You have to have cooler heads prevail here. And that's the idea behind the concussion protocol. If you fucking use it. If you oh, use it's it. A, a big that's it. It's that's the problem. That's the problem. All right. What else you got for me? If you got another topic for me <laughs> or, or am I tossing out the next one? Uh, I have another quick one for you. Go for it. Do it because I kind of uh, I kind of usurped a lot of time there. Yeah, you're good. So I'm looking at the current rank rankings to win the Super Bowl. Uh huh. All right. And and the, in this ranking there are da, 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 let me scroll. There are eight teams. Hmm. Uh, nope, nine teams. Sorry. I'm going to give you the bottom four 
and you tell me who is most out of those the bottom four who's most likely to win the Super Bowl. Okay. All right. So right now, rank number nine is the Vikings. Uh huh. Rank number eight is the Packers, who technically are still in a playoff hunt. Uh-huh. Uh, next would be the Chargers. Next at seven. And then at six would be the Cowboys. So out of those bottom teams on this oh, list, Jesus. who do you think would have the best shot out of those four? Today on December 28, 2022? Yes. Wow. Right? Would That's have hard. to be the Packers. Would have to be the Packers. I can't trust the Vikings. I can't I can't trust the Vikings. Yes, they've only lost three games this year, but they're a paper dragon, they're, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, do you know what their net points are? They're, they're they're so points for minus points against how many points you've outscored your net points is plus five. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That is it. The Philadelphia Eagles, their net is one thirty seven. The Dallas Cowboys, their net is one thirty one. The Minnesota Eagle the Minnesota Vikings are five. Damn. And they're what are they twelve and four? Something? Twelve and three. Twelve and three. Twelve Damn. and th- five plus five. That's it. The only person who's worse as a division leader is Tampa because they're seven and eight. They're negative thirty-eight. Damn. I, <laughs> I, five. You're you you are twelve and three. You have locked up your division. And of the teams that have locked up their division, they have the worst net points. The Eagles have lo- the Eagles. The Eagles haven't locked up their division. The Eagles have only locked up a playoff spot because the Cowboys are only game behind with two to play. But the Niners have locked up the division. So have the Vikings. Five is the number. That is That's disgusting. <clears throat> disgusting. So I'm going to say Green Bay. Green Bay is coming on. Um, I'm not going to call them to do this. But if you're telling me those are my four choices, I have no faith in the Chargers. I, I, I watched uh, I this thought, I thought. I know you, you warned everyone. I thought the Chargers were better as a whole. I thought they were going to be better as a whole, too. I thought they were going to seriously challenge the... Um, the Chiefs for the division, and it never it never materialized. I also thought their offense was going to be more prolific. We're talking about net points. The net points for the Chargers is negative eleven. Oh my God, really? <laughs> they have given up three hundred and forty three points and only scored three thirty two. That's a negative eleven. Damn. They are they have as many losses at home as they have on the road, and they're two and three in the division. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's now. Oh, they've won three in a row. Shit, that's nice. <laughs> They're gonna need to win. They, they've 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 clinched a playoff spot. I mean, they that's barely great. they barely beat the Colts. Yes. I mean, they won twenty three, but they didn't. I didn't think they played very well. I mean, looking whole. at the looking at the at the current um, the current playoff structure. If things held true today, mm-hmm. they would be the six seed. So that would mean they would have to play the Bengals. No, is huh. that right? No, is it? Two would seven teams make it, right? The, yeah, yes, yes. So the Dolphins would have to go to Kansas City, the Bengals would host the Chargers, and then Jacksonville would host the Ravens. That's bonkers. Because <laughs> Jacksonville right now is leading that division. Is that right? Yeah, Jacksonville. Oh my God, Jacksonville has won games like. Subtly, but they've won. Jacksonville has the tiebreaker over Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee's Tennessee has Derrick Henry. And they have lost five straight. There was a point in time this season where the Tennessee Titans were seven and three. Yep, that is insane to me. Insane. Don't sleep on the Jags. No, do not do that. Don't sleep on. They've won three in a row, and they look like they're an up and coming team. 
Um, are they going to be up and coming enough to like do something? Probably not. Could they beat the Ravens at home? Maybe yes. without Lamar, I think they can. Yeah, I think that's a definite possibility. I would not be happy with the Dolphins coming to Kansas City. I'll tell you that right now. No? I would not be in happy in January. No. Don't no. don't care. Don't care. We need that's where this buy. Let them let them go to let them go to the Bills. Again. Let them go to the Bills. <laughs> I need the Bengals Bengals beat the Bills this week. I'll, and, and and the Chiefs just went out. That's all I need to have happen. It's all I need to have happen is your Bengals to show up this week, and then the Bengals and, and Bills can fight for it. It could happen. I, I'm worried about the offensive line injury because of Buffalo's pass rush. But other than, that, other than that, other than that. All right. Um, let's yeah. so let's move on from burning hot takes. Um my God, my COVID brain. What's next on our normal um, agenda? Um, favorite game. It? If you still want to do it, the good, bad, and ugly. Oh, good, bad, and ugly. I haven't even the mood. thought about it. If you're in the mood for it. All right, let's let, let's do it. Let's. So the good, the bad, and the ugly. Where Craig and I look back at the previous week. See, this COVID brain is real, man. I'm telling it you. It is. It is. I'm. I've been so fuzzy the last week. Like, oh, yeah. I looked at my wife. You know what? I so before we went to the good, bad, and the ugly. So, okay. uh, first off, to finish the intro, you, 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 you idiot. Good, bad, and ugly. Craig and I look at the last week that was. We pick out one thing that was really good, one thing that was really bad, and one thing that was downright ugly in either the games or fantasy. So we'll do that in a second. Last yesterday, I looked at my wife and I said, and I cannot believe I. You're gonna know this reference in a minute when I say mm-hmm. it. I looked at my yeah. wife and I went, "Is today Tuesday?" And I immediately thought of poor Ralph Wilson, like 15 years ago, the guy who was the owner of the Bills who passed away who once opened a press conference by saying, thank you for coming out here on a Wednesday. Wait, is today Wednesday? And I remember mocking him going, you don't even know what day of the week it is, old man. I don't know what day of the week it is. And he's got 30 years on me at that point. And I, so I, I, I owe an apology to the ghost of Ralph Wilson. Just, so, yeah, all right. COVID so brain's real good, bad, and the ugly. I'm going to look, actually, I'm just going to look at the scores from last oh, yeah. week and kind of go sure. off of that. So, all right. So, why don't you lead us out then? Tell me what was your good from week sixteen. Um, <clears throat> my well, see, this is a little bit. This is like a little combo kind of thing, because it, it it's borderline bad. But I was very in, and I know they were playing the Patriots. And I'm sorry, Cinch, but I was very impressed that the Bengals took such an early lead in that game because they're not generally a first half team, mm-hmm. which is what kind of i think led to the second half of that game because i don't think they really knew what to do with a lead that big (laughs) but the good the good is them showing they can take leads in the first half of games which is nice to see for me the good was teams that haven't quit teams that are bad that know they're bad and still haven't quit and there's two of them that come to mind right away this past week and they are the steelers actually it's three the steelers who beat the raiders yeah the titans I mean, the Texans, who beat the Titans to get yep. their second win of the season. Yep. And then where was the other one? Oh, and the Saints that beat the Browns. These are all teams with seven or fewer wins this late in the season. Most teams would be playing for, for draft positioning. These three teams came out there and said, nope, we are not, we're not quitting. So that was my good this year, was there's still competition, even in bad teams. So, bad. Okay. <laughs> the Titans just lost to the Texans. Yes. I, I, the Titans look like they have no clue what's going on anymore. And that to me is just bad. I mean, it's, I, I don't even know what to make of it. It's just, it's just bad. I'm just going to the Tennessee Titans are bad. What do you got for bad this week? Uh, for bad this week is another team for me. It's, 
It's the stupid Raiders. And I know I've said this several times this season, but dear God, mm-hmm. how like how do you go? And I guess the, I guess the Titans are in the same category. How do you go from the playoffs last year to having almost the exact same team again with upgrades? Only difference is a head coach, and you're terrible. Yep. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> I don't get it. And now they're talking about benching Carr. Their entire offense is terrible. I don't think it's Carr's fault. <laughs> so before we knew my wife was positive, we had her family over um, on Christmas Eve. I was masked. I stayed away from everybody. I drank heavily. It was, it was a good time. As one does. As one would do. Oh, my God. I can't wait to – the shirt I'm wearing to Bro Years this year, by the way. My mm-hmm. wife bought me a gorgeous Kansas City pullover, like, quarter zip. It's like it's like a fancy long-sleeve polo, but it's oh. quarter zip at the top. When I put it on and I put my headset on, I look like a coach. <laughs> nice. It, it is that fancy of a shirt. I can't wait to show you that. Nice. Um, nice. But I had to just distract you. So, okay, yeah. So, yeah. So, um, anyway, I was talking to my, my brother-in-law, who is a massive Jets fan, and he is <laughs> thrilled with what they've done this year. He's yeah. like, I... Mm-hmm. No, really? No, all right, so, so hear him out. Hear him out. <laughs> all right. This is a team that nobody thought was going to do anything. They're on. They, right. they made. They're on the verge of a playoff. They, they, they're still in the playoff run. How often is the Jets still in the conversation going with two weeks left is, of the season? It is rare. It is rare. Very rare. So they're they're still in the conversation. They've their defense has shown great improvement. The mm-hmm. rookies have shown a lot of promise. Brees Hall. He loves Brees Hall. I'm yep. drawing a blank on the the wide receiver's name. Uh, Garrett Wilson. Thank you. He loves Garrett Wilson, and he looks at me and he goes, "We just need a quarterback." Yes. And I said, and I said <laughs> to him, I said, "So are you going to draft?" And he said, "No." He said, "I think there's good free agents out there." And I said, "I agree." I said, "There's a bunch of guys who are looking for another home." So he goes, "You know who I would love to get?" And I said, "Tell me." And he said, "Derek Carr." He said, "I think if you put Derek Carr on the New York Jets, they're a playoff team." Uh, I mean, he is managing. Oh. He's not terrible. He's better than he, what they have. Is he better than he's, White? That's I don't it. know yet. <laughs> he's he's an upgrade. He is. He's an upgrade. <laughs> but that's like saying this moldy cheese that I'm going to throw away. Oh, here's a block of feet-flavored cheese, and that's an upgrade. <laughs> so that's an old inside joke, feet-flavored cheese. That's a call out to Tom. By the way, hi, Deb. Um, but yeah, so he's looking at Derek Carr and saying, yeah, go ahead and get rid of Derek Carr. Go ahead. I will give him a home in New York. And I think there's going to be a couple guys in those positions. I think there's going to be a couple guys. That Mike White is going to be a free agent. The Jets should not re-sign Mike White. I I think it's going to depend on how he does the next two weeks. Really, I, he, he, don't 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 re-sign that dude. You did not find the new Tom Brady in Mike White. <laughs> you just didn't. So, all right, what do you got for ugly this week? Uh, ugly. I got a bad feeling it's going to be the same thing. I think we're going to have a crazy feel. I'm going to. All right, you're not watching my stream right now, are you? Uh, no, just, uh, I have it on. So you have a viewer, but I'm not watching. Okay. It. I appreciate that. So I am going to, I'm going to open and highlight the team. It's a team. I'm going to warn you right now. All right. On my screen. See if you go to the same place. I am. My ugly is now on my screen. Let's see what you got. Um, really my ugly this week is, is the two fancy teams I manage. Oh, that's sad. Um, cause it, it was terrible. Um, you know, I was in the playoffs for two leagues, and our home league, I lost to our friend Mario by 40 points. Mario's um, really good, though. Is, but I know what's what's silly is I've beaten him like the last five or six times we've played, and I relied on Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs to get me like 30 points, and they got me 11 combined. 
Um, so that that was a little painful, admittedly. Uh, but my the bigger thing is in the other X work league I'm in. Um, I was in a playoff and I lost. You want to know how much I lost by? How much? 0.53. Oh. I was winning that game because I did have Keenan Allen in. Um, I was winning until the Chargers, thank you, let Michael Pittman get a pointless catch on fourth down. And that, oh. that put him that put him over. And then my running backs, I had four running backs. Um, I had Murray in. He got me six and a half points. Uh, Raheem Mozart, who was supposed to be the next giant thing in Miami, he got me 3.9 points. And yeah. Rattimore, uh, Stevenson, Ramondre, damn it. Ramondre. Ramondre, thank you. Stevenson, um, he did nothing and got me 2.3 points. Mm-hmm. While uh, the guy on my bench, because let's face it, I have four ring backs. I started three of them. We all know no matter who I benched would have a better day. So, um, Rashid White, he got me 13 points. So if I had him in, I would have won. But yes, I lost by half a point, and it was very annoying. Yeah, those, those are the you. worst kind of losses. <laughs> I, I'm only in two playoffs um, of the six leagues, and I'm in the finals. I'm sorry, I'm alive in two of the six. And one of them is our work league, which is big money. So I'm kind of excited about that. Sean, our contributor, was supposed to be the guy the outside of me, but then Justin Herbert decided to be Justin Herbert this week. Uh, and this league penalizes for sacks. So he gets uh, a minus that's, four. That's weird. Yes, it's a very unique rule. It's something they argue about every year. Our commissioner is very set on it. It is why in the end of the first round, I drafted Patrick Mahomes. Because Mahomes does not get sacked unless his pocket completely collapses around him. He gets like two sacks a game, maybe. Mm-hmm. But he has games where he doesn't get sacked at all because he scrambles so damn much. And um, I, I just was like, that's that's the kind of player I need. I need somebody who's not going to stand in the pocket and take sacks. And Herbert took a ton of sacks. So, anyway. Um, oh, crap. Work emails coming in. <laughs> On my time off. All right, my ugly and where yeah. I thought Craig was going to go <laughs> is the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, yeah, they're also terribly bad. <laughs> this team is so hard to watch. It is so hard to watch. Who did, who did they blow it to this week? I'm looking. Hold on. The Chargers. The Chargers. I mean, just just so bad. Nick Foles, really? You're looking for an offensive spark, and your choice to get an offensive spark was he, Nick he Foles? He did win a Super Bowl. Yeah, he did. <laughs> like what feels like a thousand years ago. I yeah, just, him and him and Flacco, they both won Super Bowls. <laughs> and Trent Dilfer. We could do an, We'll do an episode during the offseason. Make a mental note. We want to do the worst quarterbacks to ever win a Super Bowl, <laughs> and 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 we'll we'll do that. But I just I can't even watch the Colts anymore. It's just so bad. It is so bad. But all right, let's move on to the uh, the metric. Oh, not the metric. The um, the America's favorite game. Um, we're going to make this quick this week because there's only two games that are of note. One is under 40 and one is over 50. So you're only going to get three strikes and you've got to tell me the one game that's under 40 and the one game that's over 50. So do you want to start with the high one or do you want to start with the low one? Let's go with the over. Okay. So we're looking for the one that's over 50. There is one game. Take your shot. All right. Tied in my head between two. So... Well, it's I'm gonna, bold. I'm gonna go with uh, Bills at the Bengals. And what's the other one you got in your head? Uh, it's my default of the Chief in Denver. Okay, so but you're going with Bills Bengals. I'm going with that one first. Yes. That's a strike. 
Bills Bengals is incorrect. Hold on, mate. Let me, let me double check that. Really? That's shocking. Okay, work league. Work, you have to stop emailing me. I'm in the middle of a podcast here. <laughs> okay, why? I have to uh, authenticate her. Hello? Hello? <laughs> what the hell is going on today? Okay, so I, I'm pretty sure that's. Oh, there it is. Okay, my DraftKings is not cooperating right now. I'm in the middle of a podcast. Please cooperate. There it is. <laughs> no, that's the wrong code. Wow, what is going on on DraftKings right now? Is it broken? <clears throat> I don't know. It looks it. Wow, the verification codes are not coming in. Oh, I have to do it. When I do it, I have to do it twice. Or else I don't get any. It's very annoying. The other fun thing is if you use FanDuel. There since, we go. Since, you know, if you use FanDuel, they have to also send you a code. So since I'm on an iPhone, it knows that it's sending you a code. So a little thing pops up and I just tap it. Sometimes on FanDuel, they like to put a little promo thing at the bottom, which stops oh, no. that code from popping up. And it's highly annoying. <laughs> uh, Bill's Bengals is a 49 and a half. Oh, come on. <laughs> really? <laughs> 49 and uh, a half. Okay. All right. So that's strike one. Take another shot at the top one. Let's go with the Chiefs and the Broncos. <laughs> Okay, Chiefs, Broncos. Hold on. I'm confirming everything against the app now. That's strike two. That's an over-under of 45. Uh, well, I mean, the Chiefs or the Broncos are bad. In, in the immortal Damn. words of Michael Irvin, yes, the Chiefs could score 45. They, they could. They could. That's a 13-point that's a line. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Let the Broncos get out in front. Let the Broncos <laughs> go up 10-0. Let that line shift to, like, Chiefs minus All three, right. and I'll just pour money onto it. All right, so you got one more strike. Jeez, man. God. Um... I mean, this team isn't good. It can't. It's not Jets. Um, all right, let's go because it's a divisional game and because everyone thinks Kirk Cousins is good. Uh, let's go with the Vikings Packers. Vikings Packers is a 48 and a half. Oh, that is strike wow. three. Rough week, man. Rough week. The <laughs> correct answer. And and please don't punch a screen or anything when you hear this. The Browns and Commanders. <laughs> no, it's Bears at Lions. Is a 52. Uh, okay. I can't believe it either. So wait, you're, I, I, you're, you're telling me that the the Lions run defense and the Bears secondary are both equally terrible, so they're both going to score 30 points? <laughs> that's apparently, and that's, the line is six. So that's uh, an anticipated 29-23 The Bears final. are three and 12. <laughs> I don't think the Bears can get the 23 points. <laughs> I mean, if it's they're saying 29, 23, I, I don't think the bears get the 23 points ever in, in this life. Uh, so yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, now All what right. about, so, so play it out. What about the under? I'll give you a, I'll give you a couple. Oh, Oh wait, no, hold, hold on. Wait. The line has shifted. Oh no. Since we started <laughs> and the game that was 39 and a half when we started recording 30 minutes ago is now a 40. Oh, so my there God. is no game under 40. Okay. The game you would do. Okay. It was the Cowboys and Titans. Was an, wow. under, was an over under a 39 and a half and has shifted to 40. See, I was going to say Patriots Dolphins. Uh, i tell you exactly what that line is. Hold on. The Lions are starting to get more conservative, I think. Patriots Dolphins, where are you? 43. Yep, that's why you got to go with Cinch's theory to place bets early before lines move. <laughs> There's You always play bet, you, you bet them when the Lions come out or in, in game. That's it. Yep. Never wake up on a Sunday morning and do your sports betting. Never. 
<laughs> if you don't do it by Thursday, if, I, you might even say by Wednesday, by, by like, the time we record. So, you know. I mean, unless you really that. want to wait for, like, injury reports. but Unless there's injuries in, in question, yes. Absolutely. Injury reports change everything. But that's why you have in-game lines. And that's why I bet in-line. I put 90% of my betting money goes on games in progress. 90%. So the only thing I don't is when I have like an SG, when I, I like a parlay I want to play or a round robin. That's it. Everything else is always in game. So, all right, let's move on to the metric. Um, my, so I'm telling you, my energy level is starting to falter. I can feel it already. <laughs> and you know what it is? Because I got a work email and it's like, like my soul is being sucked out through my email. But, um, <laughs> all right. So uh, metric this week, I took a look and there's a lot of guys. There's 10 quarterbacks that are over the value line. The metric really likes Teddy Bridgewater, um, uh, because okay. well because he's at New England. <laughs> True, <clears throat> he's only five K because when the lines came out, the lines always come out like immediately after the games on Sunday. So Sunday night, the lines come out and we don't know about the the Tua injury yet. Right. Now we know about the Tua injury, so the Teddy Bridgewater comes out at the backup line at five K, at the higher end of the backup line, and he's probably going to score decent points against New England. But I'm actually going to look at ready. I want Jared Goff this week. Jared Goff is only 5,600, and they've got him slated for 19 points. That is a much better value, in my opinion, than risking on Teddy Bridgewater against New England. If Detroit is going to have to score 25 to 30 points to win that game, like the lines indicate, then I think that Goff is going to have a big day. What about you? What do you like this week in quarterback as a value? Uh, so the two I'm looking at were going to be actually one of them was going to be Jared Goff because he is playing the Bears. Mm -hmm. uh, and the other one is, you know what? And my preseason prediction of a Packers Bengals Super Bowl still can happen in theory. Yep. <laughs> um, the Packers have been actually playing well again. Mm -hmm. um, they seem to actually figuring something out on their offense and their defense decided to start playing. Mm -hmm. So. You know, Aaron Rodgers at six thousand probably be the most, probably the most I would spend. I mean, maybe if you want to go over a little bit more, maybe Trevor Lawrence. He's sixty two hundred, but I'm, I I'm eyeing, would stop. I'm, I would probably stop at sixty two hundred though. I'm I'm eyeing Dak Prescott at sixty three hundred as my my chalk pick because Tennessee has been so bad. They have been, but bad. have they been so bad that you know it's going to be a Zeke and Prescott, a Zeke and Pollard game and. Dak is just going to throw for 180 yards and one touchdown and, and not have to even think about it. Yeah. That's possible. What do you, I, uh, I love golf. What do you think between, if you had a pick between these two, what do you think between Mike White and Brock Purdy? Cause they're both oh, about 54, 5,500. If you wanted I think to I'd save rather money. Not bet. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd rather not bet. If, I, if I'm looking to save money, then I'm looking at Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, so Purdy's at 5,500 whites at 5,400 and golf is at 56. So you're telling me I gotta I gotta be I gotta be down I need two hundred dollars. The difference between golf and and white is two hundred dollars. Mm. If I'm that tight, then I, I I'm probably going Teddy Bridgewater. I'm just I'm going to avoid the Purdy White discussion. I'm just going to go Bridgewater at five K and save myself a little bit more money. But golf is probably going to be my value pick. Makes sense. So. Running backs. The metric only likes one name this week, and it is Brian Robinson. He's 5,200. He's probably going to get a, more than a few rushing opportunities against Cleveland in what's probably going to be a very low-scoring game, in my opinion. Um, that's a game to look at the under. But, you know, I've been wrong about that before when it comes to Washington, too. So uh, I love Brian Robinson. He's only 5,200. I like Najee Harris as well at 5,700. 
Uh, Baltimore is not doing a great job, in my opinion, against the run. If I'm paying up, it's Saquon because Indianapolis doesn't know what's going on anymore. Um, but I, you know, I'm I'm definitely looking to use a couple shares of Brian Robinson if I can. Brian Robinson is probably my my go-to for a running back this week at value. Who do you like this week at running back? I do like Brian Robinson. I was hoping, you know, before his incident, uh, he was on mm-hmm. track to have a really good season. I mean, he still is now, all things considered. Yeah. Uh, AJ Dillon may be at fifty-eight hundred, yeah, possibly, but. If we're going for cheap and value, I do like DeAndre Swift playing the Bears, especially if you're going to use golf. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, DeAndre Swift's at 5,300. Yep. So. Yeah, what's his name? He's falling off the map. What's the other guy in Detroit? Now I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, Jamal Williams. Yep. Just falling off of the edge of a cliff. And I was a big Jamal Williams guy. I've never been a big, big, big Swift guy. I was a big Williams guy. I'm... Uh, I mean, if you're looking to spend up a little bit, you got Montgomery at 6,900. It's, I don't think Chicago, I think Chicago is going to have to move away from the run in that game. Kenny Walker at 6,200, but it's against the Jets. Um, I, I'm done with Isaiah Pacheco. I can't figure him out from week to week. Why do, All the, Chiefs he have, to, why do the Chiefs have a history of questionable running backs? <laughs> it, it, it's, it's his fumbling. It's his fumbling. It's the same reason Sky Moore is not returning punts anymore. The Chiefs have a, have a terrible time holding on to the ball, um, and that's it, it's 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 been really really bad this year. And I just I can't I can't with him anymore. Um, yeah, last last week I was using I was using Jarek McKinnon because I thought the doghouse effect in Kansas City would last over a week, and it didn't. <laughs> didn't they, they were like we're just gonna plan, we're, we're gonna chop we're gonna chop Pacheco out there. It's gonna be Pacheco all day long in a game that's not gonna no one's never gonna ever, ever gonna be close. And I was just like Jesus. So that cost me uh one one game too. So all right, so let's move on. Wide receiver, the metric loves a guy named Greg Dortch in Arizona. He had, he had a good game. He had week. one good game, <laughs> and he's three thousand. So the metric is like, oh, you gotta buy this guy. No. I'm going to go with a little bit more of stable picks. I'm looking at Elijah Moore. He's at 3,500. Seattle is woeful. I'd be shocked if Moore didn't get a touchdown in that game. Russell Gage. I don't mind putting Russell Gage in at 3,800 because if Brady targets him for one touchdown, he's got value. At 3,800, it's going to be 2x with one touchdown catch by itself. So I do like Gage. If I'm paying up, I can't. I, I can't afford Justin Jefferson at ninety five hundred. I can't. I can't do it. That's a lot. Just, it's a way, lot. way too much. Has anyone ever been over ten grand? Yes, Christian McCaffrey has been over ten grand on, oh, at that's times. That's true. That's true. At times, I remember those those specifically. So you know who I would re- if I am going to spend up. You know who I'm looking at. Who? I cue my buddy Terry, who is not in the chat right now. I wish he was. I'm on Ross St. Brown at seventy eight hundred. If I'm yeah. using golf. A little uh, Detroit stack there. Yeah, it's a it's a nice little Detroit stack. He just he just keeps getting better. He just keeps getting better. So who do you like a wideout this week? Uh, so for me this week, I do like actually either of the Jets receivers. Um, Elijah Moore is cheaper. He's fifty three hundred because Garrett Wilson is a bit, 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 bit. 55. 55. Uh, mm-hmm. and Mike White throws to both of them. So yep. I would my ch- my chalk receiver would be Amon Ra St. Brown. Uh, cause he, he has gotten consistently better, uh, as the season has gone on. So I do have, I do have faith in him to, you know, get stats. <laughs> um, I mean, if, mm, I'm trying to, mm, 
I was kind of going to look at uh, Dotson, but for 4600 to save money, but I just don't know because uh, Carson Wentz is starting. What's Russell Wilson this week? What is Russell Wilson? Yeah, how much is he? Where are you? 5400 Because now that I'm looking at it, he's 5400 He's going to be just under 3x, but you know who has... Something just tells me that the freaking Broncos are going to come out and air it out against the Chiefs because the Chiefs are okay against the run. They're average against the run, but they're terrible against the pass. And I'm looking at Jerry Judy at 6400 Hmm. I might, I might take a flyer on a Wilson Judy combo because they might just come out and try to flip off uh, Nathaniel Hackett by throwing the ball <laughs> all over the place. They might. They might. He he he, ba- he he didn't come out and throw Russ under the bus, but he threw Russ under the bus. Everyone is saying, "Well, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson." You posted the Joe quote yesterday. What was it? How am I supposed to coach a guy who has more bathrooms and touchdown passes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, it's it's. It's uh, it's understandable. I, I think, and I think that the, I think that they're, they're going to try and fight this perception. I think Russell Wilson's going to try and fight this perception that he's done, and try to shift the blame onto Hackett by just throwing everywhere. So I, I don't know. So the, I, there's part of me that wants to use Jerry Judy. It's against my Chiefs, so I probably won't. But I don't know. I keep an eye on that. Keep keep an eye on that. If you if you if you feel like that it's going to be a passing game, don't hesitate to go that way. Uh, tight ends. Um, I, I like Tyler Conklin cause he's cheap, but he is so hit or miss. The metric does not have anybody over three X. So this is an area I'm probably going to try and spend up. And one of the guys I I'm going to definitely target is Evan Ingram. He has very quietly just shifted in Jacksonville. Jacksonville is on a massive winning streak. Ingram is getting more targets. I just love Ingram against Houston this week. So I'm probably going to pay up at 4,400 for Evan Ingram. Who do you like a tight end this week? Um, I do. I've been an Evan Ingram fan all year and it's, you know, it, it paid off oh, in, yeah. in fantasy. So I would look at Evan Ingram. I mean, he's playing Monday. So maybe if he's not, if he is playing, Oh, is Hayden that a Hurst, Monday game? Hayden Hurst is hurt. So, but he is 3,200. Um, oh, Monday, Monday game, Monday game is Cincinnati Buffalo, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, TJ Hawkinson, thank you very much for having the game of your life against me this week in fantasy. Um, <laughs> I don't think I would spend. I don't spend up for him at fifty four hundred. That just seems like no. too too much. Way too high. And um, just so everyone knows, don't use Mark Andrews if Lamar is not playing. Just throwing him out there. Just don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. It. Defenses. Now, if you've if you've saved money and there's some really good values out there this week that we've discussed already. So if you save money, you could have your pick of defenses. Um, they're all pretty close together this week. I don't see a ton. Like the Kansas City defense is is, is expensive at thirty eight hundred. Is they the most expensive defense on the slate? Uh, Cowboys are thirty eight hundred. No, Eagles are four thousand. Yeah, all right. So I won't touch any of those. Um, honestly, I I probably you know who could have a really really good week and it's only twenty nine hundred is the Niners because they're playing the Raiders because they're playing in in Vegas at the Raiders and the Raiders are just woeful. Um, you know, that that's that's a game where you could look at you could use them and you could look at DFS and they're only worth two points at halftime, but then they end up plus twelve that's in the true. second half. Just because of the way the Raiders have been playing. So I'm probably gonna have a fair few shares of the 49ers personally. What do you like this week? Um probably my top three would probably be the would be the 49ers. They're you know, if you have the money to spend the twenty nine hundred though. If not, probably the Packers or the Steelers. Um, yeah, Packers are good value. 
because the Steelers are playing Baltimore, and Baltimore is in like a tailspin. So, yeah, and they're twenty six hundred. So if I need to save that extra three hundred bucks, that's where I would go. But I mean, if I'm really in that situation, I'm probably did a really bad job up front. You right. know, Buffalo. Buffalo's very very strong defense is only twenty five hundred because they're at Cincinnati, and Cincinnati is all is offensively everywhere. So I mean, it's, there's a lot of matchups this week that, and then. Maybe and may you know they're twenty eight hundred, but maybe the Jets versus Seattle because the Jets defense is pretty solid. You know, like I'm looking at Rams Chargers. That's a game that has a potential to be high scoring. Chargers have locked up their playoff spot. I don't know. I don't think their position is their position is still in flux. Everyone's position is still in flux, but um, they're going to the chart. They're going to the playoffs. The Rams are playing for pride. That has a chance to just be a very high scoring game. So I would want to stay away from that in general. Um, I definitely don't want the Bears against Detroit. I don't want not touch the Colts. The Dolphins are too expensive at 3,500. Just looking at the bottom of the list now. I would not take the Seahawks defense against anybody. The Eagle defense against New Orleans, it's because they're 4K. They're 4,000. That's the reason why they're so low on my list. Right. Um, don't touch Don't touch the Texans. No. Stay away from the Texans. No. I knew when, I knew when Pierce got hurt, my season was in trouble. <laughs> stay away from Arizona, Atlanta. Stay away from Cleveland at Washington on both sides. Uh, Jacksonville's 3,600. They're interesting, but they're just very expensive. So there, that's the most, that's the most I've spent time. Most time I've spent on defenses all year. So, yeah. um, yeah, I'm, I think Niners is probably, I'm just gonna, just gonna take the easy route and take the Niners. So, and believe it or not, Craig, we are just about out of time. Sad. Which is Sad. good. Cause I need, I need a nap. You do. You do. You probably do. I need to answer this work email and I need to take a nap. So let's go to final thoughts. What do you got for me this week? Uh, final thoughts. Um, I hope everyone had a good holiday and everyone has a very safe and happy New Year's, whatever you are doing. Yes. If, any, if anything, you know, some people don't and that's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't believe it's almost the end of the season already. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And that's where I'm, that's where my <laughs> final thought will go is obviously I want to echo our happy holiday thought from Craig, but uh, and the safety part of it too. Make sure you're safe out there, whatever you do this weekend. Um, but for me, it's just the annual reminder: you're in the last week of the playoffs in fantasy, in most leagues. Most leagues don't play week 18. Uh, some do, but if not, you're definitely into your playoffs, right? So you didn't make the playoffs. You had, you didn't have the year you wanted to. No. That one guy you drafted that you thought was going to be great, just teaching more. <coughs> What's that? DJ Moore. <laughs> DJ Moore. AJ Brown disappointed you. Who else is a big bust this year? There's got just a couple of them out there. Who was hyped up like big time preseason? That's a bust. Yeah, that's that's something to do an episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a whole too. episode on that. Yeah. But either way, it just didn't happen for you. Now is the time to play DFS. Go into DFS, and there are this is I, the biggest mistake the average DFS player makes is not playing the free contests. Play yeah. the free contests. This week, with an extremely average lineup, I cashed in two free tournaments. Oh, you're one $1.50. I did win $1.50, but I'm now taking that $1.50, and I'm parlaying it into a bet that I can make for real bigger money, and I can bankroll. <laughs> I can bankroll it. And, and, and so all of a sudden, I've got put no money in, and yes, I only won $1.50, but now I can play more. And it didn't cost me anything. So definitely do try out even if you don't want to play dfs for money go into the free the free uh the free pools and 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 put something in so another place you should put something in is in our review section whatever podcast directory you listen to us on there's a place for you to leave us a review and we really appreciate it i want to speak specifically really quickly to the country of malta 
Malta, we have fallen out of your top 10 podcasts. Um, wow. This is unacceptable. You guys, we were, we were ready to like go there and do live live shows and get everything. We need Malta to step up and rejoin us in the, t- the top 10 we um, miss you. for podcasts. We miss you, Malta. So please, come on. Stay with us. We, we love you. We want to be a part of that. So, um, But wherever you listen to us, whatever directory, please leave us a review. Contact us. I am not on Twitter anymore at all. I'm just done with Twitter. The whole politics end of it has just driven me completely. You're talking to a guy who, who suffered who suffered through and lasted through Trump, and I can't deal with Twitter right now. So <laughs> um, so you can reach out to us at FignutsDFS on Twitter. Don't be shocked if you don't get a response because we're very little on Twitter right now. Uh, but you can reach out to us directly at our Gmail. We are FignutsDFS at gmail.com. And we're also on Facebook at the Fo- Football Fignuts Podcast. So, Craig, another year calendar-wise in the books. That's right. Craziness. I. I will see you Saturday for our Bro Years Eve. All four of our contributors are attending. What? Um, really? Yep. Oh. I know. Uh, everybody's going to be there. It's going to be the first time all four. I, I can't. When was the last time all four of us were in a room outside of the draft? Uh, that time we went to Dockside for lunch. Okay, so like once or twice a year, we actually get all four <laughs> of us in the same room. Okay, that's fair. That's right. We should do that again. We could we go to Dockside. We haven't been to Dockside in a while. Wasn't that wasn't that preseason? Did we do a preseeding meeting there? It was hot out, so maybe. Oh, it was hot. Oh my it god, that's right. Hot. I got us. Oh, that's right. I got us on the porch because I didn't want to be in the blazing sun in the hot. It the, was in the, still uh, hot, <laughs> and it was still freaking hot. I'm like, oh god, that's right. I forgot about that. So, all right, anyway, um, we will see you guys next week. Until then, have a happy and healthy new year. My name is Britt. I'm Craig, and we are the Football Fignuts Podcast. Thank <laughs> you.